Today's episode of Podpaca is sponsored by Farmer State Bank of Wapaca, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Podpaca. Here is our first guest. I'm Marissa Younger from Wachelma, Wisconsin. I'm Marissa. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. So, Marissa, you experience Wisconsin like a local, and you are the Wisconsin Cotty Wapple. What is a Cotty Wapple? Yes. So, Cotty Wapple is a word I heard years ago, and it means to travel purposefully without a destination in mind. So, I always kind of know where I'm going, but I'm not really sure what I'm going to run into. I don't usually make too many plans outside of maybe one key factor. And so the way that we travel is going to an area and then just letting the locals lead us. So we tend to go to a restaurant and ask the waitress, you know, what what they like to do. Or we go to a gas station and say like, hey, is there a local place that people like to eat? Whatever it might be. So we get to learn from the people that actually live in those areas instead of us predetermining what we think a local is going to like. We just kind of let life lead us there. And so we honestly, it's the kindness of Wisconsin people, but we just get led wherever people want us to go, it seems like. And so it's worked out really well in our favor so far. We found really cool spots. And I should clear up that you have a personal blog and it's on Instagram, correct? And that's only on Instagram? Yes. Only on Instagram right now, and it's Wisconsin Cottywample, and it's a crazy word, so we can spell it out if we need to. How does it work doing this Instagram page as a blog, uh, if you could explain that to people listening? And you've gained a pretty large audience really quickly. By the time this episode releases, I would not be surprised if you're at 40,000. So yeah, yeah you're at 40,000 <laughs> followers. That's a lot. Yeah, so this was something I thought about and wanted to do for a long time. And so I'm talking like months of time, but I just never really wanted to jump into it because I didn't know if I would do well. And I kept, you know, kind of beating myself up about it. So one day I was in December. And so this was one of my cures to winter, you know, sadness. And I was like, I'm just going to start this travel blog. Well, let's just see how it goes. I just started in December 15th of 2022. And what I wanted to start was just bringing awareness somewhat like you to the smaller towns and the communities that don't get highlighted. And so in addition to communities like the restaurants and the people and just the overall beauty that Wisconsin has, like we all know that Devil's Lake State Park is beautiful and the world knows that because it's getting highlighted in every magazine. But there's a lot of state parks that don't get talked about that are even nearby that people just don't know about. And I try to be cautious with, um, you know, not advertising the secret gems that people that are local want to keep secret. So I am um, aware of that. But places like state parks or county parks or things that you really could easily find, but just don't get that, um, you know, I don't know, screen time the way the other places do. And then highlighting the businesses and the owners and the things that they do and just kind of showing what Wisconsin has to offer because everyone I talk to that's not from Wisconsin assumes we have cornfields and really hard winters. And that's all they really think of when they think of Wisconsin. I got the impression that you like your coffee as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you try a lot of different coffee? I love my coffee. 
I'm not a coffee connoisseur in any kind of way. So I would not say I'm the the one to go to for like the best cup of Joe, but I'm the the one that likes to find the unique places, you know, that has um, like the cats in Appleton. There's a little cat cafe or there's I, there's so many places. There's a little yarn shop that has a coffee shop attached in Verona. And so I like finding places that have something more than just the coffee that they offer. But I, I am definitely, I get a lot of coffee when I'm out and about. <laughs> How do you choose what you showcase on your blog and your videos that you have on the Instagram page. It's not just posts. So how do you choose what to showcase and what do you look for to show to your audience? That's a really good question. So I've kind of built a, a brand around certain things. So people know that I love coffee. I love animal experiences um, and hands-on experiences in general. I like the outdoors. So anything that falls into categories that I've done before, I like highlighting because I know that my following is there for those types of things. And then once in a while, I throw in something random. Um, Like I did quirky establishments recently, which was like Tigre in Madison, which is a tiger themed bar. And sometimes things like that just kind of grab attention from people because you're like, why, (laughs) where did this come from? Because it's not what I typically post. And so I think things like that are just fun for people to see, you know, something different. It's not your typical hiking post and whatnot. And so I don't post about every single place that I go to. Sometimes I'll put something on stories. Um, Some I think are more capturing for people. So they'll see something and think like, oh, I I need to go there versus like, oh, like that restaurant looks good. And I'll still tag them in the stories and whatnot. But if there's really something that I want to highlight for people to know, like, this is why you should go here, like drive your business to this area or whatever it is. um, That's what I usually try to highlight. So if I think like, truly, you need to go check this out. And this is something unique. That's something that I'll put up on my either reels or on my post. And what do you notice gains more traction or attention from your audience, your posts or your stories? Um, Stories do really well. I get a lot of interaction. So I started very early on doing trivia every single Wednesday. And so I put up just one trivia question about Wisconsin every Wednesday and people, I have like this fan club of people that respond to me every day, (laughs) every day. And they're, you know, Oh, I got it right this time. Or, Oh, I'm 10 for 10 or whatever it might be. And so that's been really fun. So I think stories I've kind of built that same brand of, you know, what to expect. Like I'm a plant person. And so once in a while I throw up a new plant on my stories and say like, Oh, I got this from this greenhouse. But people know to expect from my stories, Wisconsin items. I'm not posting about like my mismatched socks or, you know, something random like that. They know that they're coming to my stories to see something in Wisconsin based um, or that maybe flowers are blooming or, you know, something just it's it's still generally about Wisconsin. And so I don't get very much into my personal life, even though I'm very open about things, but people know what to expect. So I would say. My reels and posts do really well too, but stories are really where people engage with me. You know, I'm always in my uh, messages talking to people that are saying something in my stories, which is really fun. That's how I've built relationships with people. It seems like you have a really loyal audience. How does it feel to have 
people that care so much about your blog and then maybe say, oh, I went to this place because you showed it on your page? Honestly, I'm a big baby and I cry a lot. It's happy tears. It's very humbling to see that people are relying on me as a a source of truth for things to do. And the amount of people that go places based on something that I've said, I mean, it's, I've never really liked the word influencer, but it's, it's really like you're influencing people. It is honestly kind of crazy though, watching people say like, oh, I'm going to this place because of you. Or I've had people like, I post something on Thursday and they're like, oh, this is my weekend plan. We loved it. This was, you know, so cool, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you, you just up and went to this place that I told you about, you know? So sometimes it feels a little surreal. And as you grow, there's more people that don't interact with you. Like I'm not talking to 40,000 people right now. You know, I talk to the same probably like 100 people. And then there's a couple of outliers here and there, but they're all over Wisconsin, first of all, and all over the US actually. Like I've got, I just had someone from Kentucky follow me. They just, (laughs) I don't know what they're doing in Wisconsin, but I mean, that's awesome, you know? And and so they, they just wanted to see the cool places in Wisconsin. And I've got a couple Washington people. I'm like, you are 40 hours away. Like this is the coolest thing ever. And so sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, I don't know how this is my life right now, because it's the coolest thing ever that I get to share this and that people are actually enjoying it. But I think just like watching the businesses get more business or places that I love and that I've gotten to, you know, share with others and that they now get to love, like that's so fulfilling to me and just it's just happy. It's just a happy thing. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, my perception of you and I just, just met you is you're quite genuine. I try to be. You you really are. People pick up on that. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's where the trust is. You're just having fun and being honest. So yeah, yeah, it's true. And keeping it positive. So that's cool. And I, yeah, I try to. So I, I don't ever want to turn into a channel that people get opinions from. You know, I, I'm i not a food blogger in any kind of way. So I say when I've enjoyed a restaurant, but I'm not claiming that you'll enjoy the restaurant. It's the best thing you'll ever have. But I'm giving you the information that I can to help you make an informed decision if you want to go there or not. And that's true for every store or place that I go hiking. And I try to just be honest. I try to guide people. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, I don't know. That's why I said, I think influencing is not the right word necessarily, but I just want people to know what's out there and enjoy it as much as I do. And, and I've been asked if I've gone to bad places or if I've not enjoyed things. And it's kind of one of those, like you make the most of it situations. Like I've never gone somewhere and been like, well, that was, you know, not, I didn't want to go there. I I don't want to go back again. There's just things that I like more than others. And like, I know they exist and some people will enjoy those places and more than others. And it is what it is. So I'm just here to give the information and people can make their own decision if it's for them or not. Well, speaking of that, I know you mentioned that you don't really have bad experiences, but let's flip that on its head. What about places that you were hesitant about and you were really surprised how awesome they were? Oh, man. (laughs) Chippewa Falls was a really surprising little community. We did not, we just kind of went there for the lineys, actually. We ended up spending an entire day there, which we didn't plan. Really cool little community, some historic area. There's a brewery distillery combo there. So people were talking to us there and just, just a fun community. So that one really surprised me. I went in with no expectation of staying there and, and we loved it. Another community actually that 
I just grow to love more and more every time is Green Lake. I don't know if a lot of people from Wisconsin spend a lot of time there. I think a lot of people have like summer homes there, but a lot of like central Wisconsin, I don't know if they prioritize going to Green Lake. It's an awesome little community. They have a lot of biking trails and um, just a really cute downtown and, and they're very centric with their community. So they've got a little community center in the middle and, and they do events there and they have festivals and yeah, it's, it's just fun. So you mentioned that Watoma is your hometown. Uh, yes. So what is something that everyone listening should know about Watoma? Ooh, let's see. Well, it's an all seasons destination. I feel like an advertisement right now. <laughs> so in the wintertime, there's Nordic Mountain Skiing, which is uh, about a 200 or 300 foot hill. So it's not huge or anything, but it's really fun. It's just a... Just like a down home place to go. And they've got um, lodging nearby in Mount Morris, which is a really cute little community built on this dam. And they have in the summer, a, a little coffee shop opens up right over the dam. It's actually like the old you know, giant pit that you can look down and see all of the water coming out from the dam and whatnot within the coffee shop. So that's pretty unique. And that's just outside of Watoma. And then um, boating is amazing and ice fishing because there's a lot of lakes around here. But there's great little downtown, a lot of good food places. We have several good restaurants. And yeah, it's just an awesome little community. We've got live music, like very many nights a week. There is a bar, um, Silvercrest, which is on Silver Lake, and they have a tiki bar area. So they do live bands out on the sand and you can just eat your food out with your toes in the sand and then go grab a drink from the tiki bar. And you can, if you're a boater, you can pull your boat right up to it and just dock there and then get out and order food, which is really fun. Yeah. It's a really cool community. I've eaten at the Silvercrest many times. So they they haven't changed at all. It's still the awesome decor. I love it inside. And it's uh, <laughs> it's a vintage, um, but their food is just so good. Their salmon is, is good. You just recently moved to Watoma, but you were not in Wisconsin before that, but you grew up in Wisconsin. So why did you want to come back? back to Wisconsin because with you doing the blog, I'm surprised you left with how much you love Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah. So when I was young, like eighth grade, I decided I wanted to move to Colorado. That was in my head. And then when I actually graduated college in 2013, I decided that I no longer wanted to move to Colorado, but I wanted to move to North Carolina because it fit with my, I had a, I have a degree in chemistry. That's So I picked up and went to Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes. (laughs) I don't use it now, but yes, (laughs) I like challenges. Let's just say I don't ever let myself be bored. So that's kind of where that came from. So I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina big city area, you know, there's about a million people, probably more nowadays, and lived in the city of Raleigh. Eventually, I was there for almost four years, I moved to Arizona. And I moved to a smaller town of about 100,000 people, Prescott, which is up in the mountains, uh, about two hours from Phoenix. And I met my now husband at the gym. And we had decided he grew up in Arizona, but we had decided that we wanted to move. He was kind of ready to leave and experience the world a little bit more. He had lived there most of his life. And so lived in Prescott most of his life. 
And so we moved to the Ozarks of Oklahoma, which was beautiful. But uh, we moved to a town of about 5,000 people, but we lived out in the country. We were about 30 minutes from town. But we moved there one month before everything shut down. (laughs) uh, We didn't meet a whole lot of people because it just, you know, life was that way for a while. So my husband had started looking at going back to school and whatnot. And there were a lot of programs. He was looking at nursing. So they're available everywhere. And he found a school that worked really well for his schedule and just the timeline of things. It was an accelerated program, but they were based out of Milwaukee. I was fine. I was like, you know what? I've lived my eight years outside of Wisconsin. Let's go back to Wisconsin. Let's go experience Wisconsin together because he had never been here before. Um, The first time my husband was here was when we moved here. And so we picked up and moved to Wisconsin in August of 21. And we could not find a house for the life of us. We tried so many times. Uh, Both worked from home. So we were looking all over the state and we eventually found one landed in Watoma. They accepted our offer. It was a situation where someone inherited the house and they were just trying to get rid of it. And so it was very lucky that we, you know, fell into it. But so we uh, got to Watoma and had no idea really what to expect out of, you know, living in this town that now was two hours away from where his school was going to be, but we just were trying to find a house somewhere. Um, And so we came back to Wisconsin and Um, We were trying to live in a smaller town just in general anyway. So we had looked at like Eagle River, which is, I don't know, a thousand or 2000 people. It's not very big. And we'd look pretty heavily in like the Tomahawk area. And we were really looking up North, but we, we love where we are. It's so central. We're two hours from like every corner of the state, two to three hours. And so it's just, it's really fun for us to adventure around from here now. I'm a big festival fan and I just run into them too. Years ago, I was in Chesterton, Indiana. My wife and I were there to visit one of her friends or something. We come pulling into Chesterton, and there's like people everywhere. And I look up, and there's this giant, uh, it was Tin Man, that's what it was, from the Wizard of Oz. This giant tin man, like just gigantic, peeking over a building. And I'm like, what's going on here? And they were having the Oz Fest. Apparently, a bunch of the uh, munchkins or whatever they're called came from that area. And this thing was nuts. There were people. Oh, every, interesting! Was a great time. I just, I love, I love that kind of stuff. So, I do too. Yeah, Wisconsin has some wild festivals. I've <laughs> figured out. There's a, I think the most interesting is Sputnik Festival, which is over in Manitowoc because they got that piece of the Sputnik four dropped into their streets. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Wow. And so they do a like an alien themed festival every September, which is just so fun to me. And so they have like rocket ship building contests and costume contests and just random every. I mean, it's hilarious. So we're going this year. <laughs> this episode is presented by Northern Kitchen. Northern Kitchen is a brand new store. That is in Lucky Tree's family of stores on Main Street in downtown Opaca. This new kitchen store is on the corner in the last block on North Main Street. It looks fantastic in there. There are lots of great kitchen gadgets that you cannot find anywhere else in the area. Make sure to shop at Northern Kitchen on Main Street in Wapaka. What are your future goals with your blog? What should your audience expect next in the summer? 
I'm moving toward covering cities a little bit more. So instead of doing these very individual, like go check out this cat sanctuary, go check out this flower field, things like that, I'm going to be covering like here's Wapaka and then I'll do a big overview and then I'll do the things to love about Wapaka in the following days so that people can really dive into what those individual pieces are. So I think leading up to now has just kind of been hitting those cool spots and I want to instead focus on what those communities really can offer. Like if you are planning a trip to Minaqua or, you know, maybe a smaller town, that's just some random town no one's ever heard of, or just a hiking area, what to expect when you're in that area, instead of having to search through all of my posts and whatnot and try to piece things together. So I'm going to really start focusing on bringing things full circle. So when I visit an area, that's what you're really going to hear about for, you know, that week or so. Um, expanding a little bit more. So I'm coming out with a line of gear, I guess you could say, I don't really know the right word, but I always wear bandanas. So that's something that I want to design and, and I have some design started, but I'm going to start selling some clothing options. I got really great feedback recently when I said I was going to have some merch and just, um, kind of expanding. I think I'm going to start doing a little bit more on the blogging side. So giving more information as needed in a website format instead of just on Instagram, because not everyone uses Instagram, which is, it is a really great community, but I have to recognize that the, you know, the population is beyond Instagram. And so, yeah, just kind of expanding and just bringing more of Wisconsin to life in in video format a lot of the time, but yeah, just, just kind of doing what I'm doing, but expanding as much as I can to bring more to people. I really like your merch idea. Thanks. Uh, we had talked about in our episodes before that seems like a lot of kids these days, they want to be, they want to do what you're doing uh, as far yeah. as being, having a social media page of some kind. What would you recommend to people that are wanting to uh, grow their Instagram page with whatever they're doing? Honestly, my number one piece of advice, and this is coming from like, I don't know how I've grown exactly. You know, no one has that exact um, uh, secret formula, but engaging with your audience, like no one knows that you exist unless you put yourself in front of them. And so a lot of the time, like, you know, people will comment on things or like things. And so when I was first starting, like truly, if I got five likes on a post, I was excited because I was like, Hey, the world, like I didn't go to all my friends and say, you know, Hey, follow me. I just started my account and hoped for the best. But when people would like my stuff, I would just message them and say like, Hey, thanks so much. Like, I, I really like what I'm doing. I'm glad that you, you know, like it too. And, and then people started following and then they'd start engaging more. And, and that's what I think. I don't do that now. I just certainly cannot write that many people and keep up with that many conversations, but I try so hard. I'm truly on my phone, like nine hours a day, um, trying to talk to people because I am a real human. Sometimes people can be really mean on the internet. And so I try to let them know like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just here like trying to have fun. You know, I was not, you know, doing anything to, um, promote anything bad or anything like that. And so I just, I try to like, make sure people understand, like, I really am just a girl that loves to travel and share my experiences. And so I just reach out to people and and have conversations and try to be real with them. You know, I, 
like recently with our Alaska trip, someone asked how much it cost. And honestly, that's a pretty personal question to like to know how much money people are spending, but I want to be truthful with people. So I gave like a very real answer as much as I could without saying like, here's every single penny that we spent, because I want my followers to understand that I'm here for them for those questions, because I want them to, um, you know, recognize that I'm, I'm happy to help. I'm not I don't think there's any secrets in life that I need to really keep from them as far as traveling goes. So yeah, just being genuine. And like, I talk to them like they're friends. I don't say ha ha and then move on to the next person. I actually give them a real response. And, and so it's, yeah, just trying to be real with people. Did you reach out before you decided to, you know, make this move? And Yeah. I mean, I, I very much, um, studied, I guess is the word different accounts and what they did and just seeing what worked for them, you know, but they weren't from Wisconsin, like there's one in Ohio and, but just to see what they were doing and, and they were so big that they would never write back to me, you know, they've got millions of followers, but just to see what they were doing, because that's so much more inspiration to me than trying to figure it out on my own and, and kind of wiggling my way through and, and so I just kept looking like at the people that were doing it already. And that's what I kept my focus on. So it's definitely, and asking questions. I mean, we, I ask a lot of questions in life, um, but we like, we get led to the coolest places when we ask questions. So it's, you know, I'm not a sit in silence kind of person. I definitely believe in like, if you ask for something, that's the person that's going to, you know, get the thing. Thank you so much for being on today. We love having you on. Uh, yeah, thanks for having with, me. Yeah, good luck with your uh, next adventures. And I could see your page definitely becoming really huge. That's for sure. Oh, I thanks. Think, I hope I so. Think people, <laughs> I think people are going to, especially now that like the internet is now becoming number one over like cable yeah. and all that i think people might be coming to you for wisconsin travel stuff now that uh, would be a dream <laughs> so, maybe someday i'll have a tv show <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of why we're all here i mean people i mean they want to be able to watch and listen when they want to yeah and that's just that's true way it is now i mean everybody's under different timelines and i know you can record things and all that but quite frankly you're offering a service and you do it very pleasantly yeah i don't have any information like as far as um, schooling for like marketing or advertising or anything like that so it's something i'm learning as i go you know some things work better than others and i listen to the crowd so when they request something i try to do as best i can to give them what they're asking for and is your blog full time is that your full time no i am a software analyst full time wow and you're doing both you must be swamped yeah i'm exhausted all the time but it's really fun so <laughs> <laughs> i have one of those personalities where i know it'll pay off like i i see the end picture i don't i don't worry about what's going on right now so when i said i'm on my phone 9 hours a day i'm really serious about that because i wake up at 5 a.m. Like I'm very strict with myself. And so I wake up at 5 a.m. I start doing all of my Instagram stuff. I start work at seven. I end at four. I take an hour lunch break, which I'm on Instagram. And then I do Instagram stuff at night. Either I'm traveling or I'm creating content or whatever it is. So well, I get, I it's get, exhausting, but it's 
It's fun. I'm really glad that you're able to come on Pod Packet today. I appreciate it. Yeah, you thanks for having me.